Guts Over Fear podcast, hosted by Matthew Cullen and Brian Warner. You uh, you got a week's work in one of the immigration centres here in Dublin. Yeah, because the reason being is, um, you know, you see everything uh, online, you see from the outside of it. Mm. So I said, it'd be good if I got inside, spoke to a couple of people and seen it from my, my own eyes, you yeah. know. And at least we have some inside stories instead of hearing random shit from the street. Yeah, from outside the building. Usually, yeah, everyone that is protesting around are outside the building and they don't know what's going on inside. Yeah, they don't know it. what's going on inside. They don't know the full story behind a lot of things, you know? Yeah. So first of all, where was it? What what, what was the immigration centre? I was walking in uh, the Red Hill. Red Hotel. So, right. So, walk through your first day, right? You, you, you get the job. You're going, Red Care, what, what are your instructions? What were, what were your instructions when you get to the building? Because, obviously, I just couldn't turn up and walk in, could I? No. So, what you do is you, you go into the building, the Red Hill. Yeah. When you go in the building, like, in the little left, there's, like, a little reception, a little table. So, I came up, so, what's the story? My name is Brian. I started today with such and such security company, mm-hmm. you know? And they took you a badge license number off you and they put it into the system. Is that a Garda sitting there or? No Garda, no nothing, just remember the security companies. So they just sign you in, so they're expecting you? Yeah, so they just sign you in and that's it. And they say to you what? Where you um, basically they were, I don't want, really want to say much about it because they were very unprofessional really, you know. Um, they looked like to me that they had really not enough experience. But anyway, I was like, I had to ask the questions. Mm. I said, can anybody show me around? Can What's the, the loop here? What's the situation? The guy turned around, very nice guy, he turned around and says, um, yeah, I'll show you the, the points. And he showed me the fire exit doors. The whole point was they were going out to the fire exit doors and leaving them open and sneaking other people in. Like what? Who? who? Other immigrants? Their or? friends, yeah. Their friends. From a different, they could be from the hotel. You know, when you're up in CUS, you can get transferred down to the Red Cow and vice versa, you can get transferred up to the CUS or to another hotel. Oh, like prisons. You're not getting yeah, them with people. it's like there. if you're misbehaving or, you know, you need a bigger space. A lot of people got transferred from CUS and from CUS to Red Cow. So if you come from CUS to CUS, you had to pay money, 70 quid a week, I heard. And that's including your food and... Everything with the Red is everything is for free. But don't these um, refugees only get 38 euro a week or something? No, a lot of them are working. A whole lot of refugees are working. Right. So you get there, right, for a shift, you're, you're shown the points. Then what? what's your job? What, what did he tell you? What's the. Did, so basically, did he give you any like, strict do's and don'ts? No, no. No. No, don't go to the press. No, don't talk to them or anything. No, like what? No, no special fucking anyone to watch in there. Like, So there's no one getting nope. a special eye on them or nothing. Nope. And how many security would be there? Sometimes at night, it'd probably be around six. Six. And you did get a count of people, well, as much as you could didn't you, in the hotel. Like, you got a count of beds. Yeah, and well, there was 310 rooms. Some people were doubling. You know, the people upstairs. There was mm-hmm. people from the, in the hotel rooms. Yeah. You know, so there was a 310 hotel rooms. So some of them might have families in there or double up, you know. But now they have torn in the ballrooms and every other, like, little rooms that you had meeting rooms and things like that and they had about 10 maybe 15 it depends on the sort of the room beds in it some people had 21st in their weddings christening yeah now people had, yeah exactly so in the ballroom where i think my sister had a wedding there you know right yeah and they had about i think it was 15 beds in there right and so a tally so all the rooms were full yeah yeah 
Every single one of them were full. There was there wasn't a space. If one man got went out, another fellow went in. And tell me, you said families there. Is there families? Yeah, yeah, maybe two. Kids are like. Yeah, I seen a parent. She was always she always said, "I'm always running late." You know, it actually, yeah, I seen two. And they went out the the door mm. where I was um basically babysitting. You know, I said, "Look, you're not allowed." They use the fire exit there, you know. Mm. I said, you have to use the main entrance. Because no, you must be only new here. I said, I am, yeah. So I'm allowed to use the fire exit there because my pickup is here, you know. So I read you in to double check, you know. And they were like, yeah, that's fine. I said, okay. <laughs> you know, um, but the taxi was outside. Basically, I'll pay for to pick up the kids to school. And in the morning, I only seen two families. And the kids were going to school. And you think they're more like just put there temporarily to be moved? Look, it's mostly just men, is it? Or well, ninety-eight percent men. And are they Ukrainian? No, they're Nigerian, Pakistan's. You know, just I haven't met one Ukrainian. Where the fuck is that Pakistanis? Well, come here. So yeah. the 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 people uh, behavior was because your security. There's only six. There's like mm. fucking hundreds of people. Yeah, so I can understand. Boy, mama, year last year you seen the video of the fight. Where? In the Raquel. Yeah. So I can understand why that escalated the way it was. Why? One, because didn't have enough staff. Second, the very unexperienced staff as well. You know, so I can see why that escalated the way it was. And it's easy to fight in there. Easy because there's a lot of um, different type of religious, there's people moaning. I spoke to a, a one guy, he was literally bitching yeah. all the time, you know, and he was like, um, he was waiting for his passport, mm. his Irish passport. And he said, um, I can't wait to get my Irish passport because I want to get out of this show. Um, I would, uh, the Irish women are bitches, you know, the minute I get my Irish passport, he's going to um, New Zealand. What country is this fucking cunt from? Afghanistan. That's the other country that I was thinking. A lot of them fought in Afghanistan. Right. You didn't think of hitting him a slap now? I, just, I said to myself, oh, I'd love to give him a clatter, but I just knew it wasn't going to be worth my while giving him a clatter. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to gaze, right? So you went in there as security, right? You went in um, to find shit out, to do this, right? But this, the yeah. other security there, and and they're probably so inexperienced because no one wants to do it. Would that be would that be right? Like people are like, yeah, oh, I'm I'd not. Say, I'm not. Um, a lot of people do it because it's easy work. Right. But it's it's I, I wouldn't do it again. No, in a way you're supporting the fucking the situation. If you don't yeah. for real, like as a Yeah, that's what I, I, I said to one of the, the security um people she was um she was one of the receptionaries there. I said, How would you do this for a full time job? Mm. How would you do this four days a week sitting on a chair like a robot? Oh, because you can sit here and you can watch a movie and you get this and, you know, and a lot of the staff in there were from Pakistan as well. But then you can sit there watching a movie till someone cuts your fucking throat, like, you know what I mean? You have to yeah. be vigilant with these people because, again, we don't know where they're from, half of them, you know, and what they've been through or what, what some of them are capable of. I wouldn't fucking do it. I wouldn't do it because I wouldn't support that. They need to put guardy in them buildings, you know what I mean? Not fucking security. I couldn't believe how unexperienced these security were. Mm. Very unexperienced. Like, I wouldn't hire any of these people. No, but again, you're going to have... That's no disrespect to the company. I would never hire any of these people. But then, 
you know, it's easy um, for the company to put people in the less experience, just sit there in the chair for 12 hours a day. Like, it's kind of traitor, you know? It's a bit of a traitor thing to do. And most security, I'd imagine, aren't, aren't outgoing, booking, welcome refugees when we've no room, you know? I probably was the only Irish fella there. Security? Yeah. Really? Where did where probably the Irish. Yeah, the one was from Poland. Uh, there was a lot of them from Brazil. Um, from Pakistan. So, a security? Yeah. So, the, uh, the whole place is like a fucking international yeah, I was surprised. I, now there's obvious like um still staff there in the hotel you know there's still staff like uh, you know like receptionists and people like that you know mm. and they're Irish you know there's Kate and staff and they're Irish you know there's a few not but insecurity I was the only Irish person there and I remember um two blokes came in and they were looking for um the parking to pay for the parking you know because I think they were going over to the nightclub yeah and he goes do you know where I violate me parking, me? And I told him, I said, Ma, I don't know, these people in here getting everything handed them and you can't even get your parking paid for. I said, that's a crime game. And he was like, you're fucking dead, right? But, you know, that's... What I seen in there was absolutely disgusting. Made me stomach fucking torn. Yeah, so you've seen loads of, like, you, would you call them, like, sanitary, clean people? Or well, just, well, I spent about six days there. Yeah, six yeah. nights, right? And from nine o'clock in the afternoon to nine o'clock in the morning. And what you seen was literally fucking shite. Now, I, I took a couple of pictures of the signs as well, yeah? Um, yeah, that's when you know it's becoming the, an issue, like. Yeah, and they're just throwing them on the floor, on tables. They're just throwing them everywhere. And not the fact that they're throwing the dirty dishes on the floor or anything like that. It's the fact is it's full of food. Yeah. You know, they're... The lawyers are too big for the belly. Yeah. And are, filled in these plates with feckin' fill to a point where they can't fucking eat anymore. Are they being fed up a carry or what? They're no, there's a chef filling. and all that. Uh, so what you do is you go in and it's basically a buffet. There's a fellow there cooking fresh food from, I think it's 6 o'clock in the morning right. to 9 o'clock at night. It stops saving. I think it's 9 o'clock or just before night. It stops saving, yeah? And you go in there and you're getting your breakfast cooked. That look, look a hotel. You're mm. walking in. You have your cocoa pops, cornflakes, rice krispies, whatever there. You know, you know, it is basically open for business. Yeah, it's just yeah. not open for tourists. No, yeah, that's you know, it. Yeah, because, so they close it down. Because at the, the end of the day, book. is he's still getting paid? They're not fucking ordering all this food in, and nobody's getting paid. Mm. The staff is still getting paid. You know, it's just coming out the taxpayers' money. Yeah. You know, that's exactly where it's coming from. You're approximating 500 people around. I'll say, yeah, easy 500 people. 98% men and 2% women and families are... That's in what I've seen. Now, it could be more, yeah. but what I've seen was 98% was their men. Yeah, but Red Cow has 310 rooms. Now, that's right. rooms. That's not including your bar, your bar rooms, your meetings, or anything like that. Yeah. And they're all full. No. Yeah. They're all full. And then you have the meeting rooms where there may be eight beds in there. Some of them 15. The ballroom, nearly 15 to 20 beds. Right. So 500 people, six security, no guard. Um, you're just basically blocking the doors. And if they want to come in and out two in the morning, are they allowed? Yeah, they can go when they want. They're going to work at two o'clock in the morning. So they're free. Well, right. So 
because you said work there. We'll get on to that. First of all, most of them are working, right? Where are they working? Yeah. Well, I've seen a lot of them are doing security. Right. Um, a fella came up to me and asked me, could I ask you for a security question? Mm. I said, go ahead. You know, so there's a couple of hundred of us. We went. Now, this is from City West as well. So yeah. it's not just from the Red Cow. A couple of hundred of us went to Fingers to do a security training. And they done the security training there. And partly all for free. Right. Right. Some of them, as I said. PSA. Yeah, PSA. Yeah. So they done four, um, four days, two weekends. Right. And they done, they done this course. And apparently it was all free. Because that was so much. Oh, no, we were just um, We were asked to do it. You know, to get us out working. So they wanted to get employed by security and said so they haven't got the security license yet though. It should be there. And I asked them, have you been out of it? Now, regardless if they understood me or not, mm. you know, they turned around and said, no. He turned around and said, no, I haven't been because, you know, then people know why we're here. Right, because just to explain, because not everyone is security, but when you get a PSA license to do you security to in Ireland, you have to get a PSA license. And part of that application process is that you sign a form and the guard will vet you. Yeah. And uh, they, they check your records in Ireland. Now, these people have come in. I'm sure they're only... Do you know how long they're in Ireland? Well, some of them are in over a year. Right. And some are... Some of them are now for six months and eight months. Right. So as far as... So they're sending them off to do a PSA course free, right? Yeah. They're giving them PSA licenses, and then they're they're vetting they're vetting them in the meantime. The vetting is the worrying part because if it's done, it's a big worrying part for me. But when you asked him about guard vetting, he said something about you can't. Uh, he said they um, can't check my, my they can't check my country because they'll find out where I am or something. Yeah, they it? said we can't be guard. No, the words that he uses said um, he can't be. Get of it because if they do, the government will know where they are. Right. Their government. And even if they were guard of it, it, it would only be in Ireland since whatever yeah, well, they got I here. think so. Um, I think it's only in Ireland. I can't it's see like, them going over to Afghanistan. No, they can't get it. Afghanistan. They'll, they'll say, fuck off. Like, you know what I mean? What, yeah. you have him over there, do you? Oh, we'll, we'll so, go get him, look, you know? So it's well, mad, though, but the Irish... You know, when they've been Garavan, it has to be for three to five years. Isn't that five years? I think it's six years, but um, it's, um, it's so like... You're getting Garavan for six years. So if you have any criminal records over the six years, yeah? For mm. argument's sake, I thought it was five. But anyway, you're not getting your PCA license. These people are only getting vetted for three months, four months, five yeah. months, six months. You know, and obviously they're only in the country like max a year. And it, it, it never got to me because I, when I spoke to him about it, I was like, why are you here? And then he was telling us about the Taliban and the fact is they're taking the, the women's rights away from the women of Afghanistan. And I understood it. I was like, that's fine. Again, why are you here? If your women are in danger, you know, why is the women not here? That's mm. the part that I don't get. If you're a male, you're safe. Now, over in Afghanistan, they had to build up, um, up um, wood on their windows because um, they can some, some people can see the, the females through the window, you know. So in some parts, if you can, if there's public going past your house 
and take a look in your window and see female, you had to board up your house. Now, I know it's a horrible way to live and understand it, but I'm saying if you're a male and you're safe, why is your, with the women not over here and the men in Afghanistan? Yeah, well, look, that's exactly, but, but here's the thing, right, and we had this even from the beginning when we even began this podcast, right, it's how bad security in this country get treated, and, and yeah. in the middle of right now fighting for extra money in security, they're just throwing security licenses at immigrants now, and, not everybody. and, and just not even vetting them further than since they got to the country. Like that's that's like vetting a newborn baby. Like you're not gonna find anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not gonna find exactly. out what they're doing in the womb. But like it doesn't make sense. And it's again, it's just taking jobs away from the lowest paid, the lowest, the, the worst treated fucking sector in Ireland. Which and, is, and that's is, the problem I have as well. But are these people that that you met good at English or what? All of them. So so how bad is it how easy is it right i've been doing psa courses right for the license and it's a fucking joke right the the guys kind of make sure nobody fails it's the cheap for everybody it's a waste yeah, of time and if these people can come in and and after a few months pass to get a security license how easy is that fucking course you know what i mean i need to sack and get it yeah so they need a, to look I, at it. what did i say the last time it's all money like they're just fucking pouring out conflicts and the license is coming out Number n- number one, let's. What's the easiest fucking thing we could give them? A oh, PSA license course. They'll all pass because the, the the trainers are fucking are dodgy as fuck. Every fucking one of them, and they make they they fix everyone's thing so they pass. I've been there. I've seen. I've seen the fucking stupidest cunts ever pass, and I'm like, what is the point of this stupid thing? And they even say they have to start. Don't worry, nobody's gonna fail. Look, literally. Yeah. So this is just me paying the government a lot of money just to get a. Something like, yeah, you know I mean? I just, yeah, but because it's so easy, if you like, right? Uh, if if it a trainer is, is like, I can't have anyone failing. How can I not teach someone how to fucking do this or that? Like, they need to make like, it harder. Like, and they, they, they do need to make thrown it. at fucking refugees. You know what I mean? They're not trying to this job. Well, I'd imagine if these people had uh, come here with skills and and like, yeah, okay, we're running from persecution from the country. But what did you do before you left? Did you you must have had a trade or a job. You can't just be happy to go and do security. So yeah, because what they're trying to do now is that did, did I show you the CV that your man sent me? He, he had a bachelor's degree. He was he was well educated, and the reason why he's doing security is the fact that they need to make money because he wants to send his family over. Like a lot of them even have driver license over here. Driver license is handed to them. How? I was going to say, how did he get on the fucking? I'm I'm on the waiting list a year. Look, you know what I mean? Nearly. Mm. For what? Driving test or a license? Driving test. They're not going to give me a license. Well, that's what I'm saying. They came over with their license and just transferred it over to Irish. And then, because you have people driving around in Fastway. They're working for Fastway. You see them with the highways and things like that coming in from work. Um, So a lot of them do work. Um, But I wonder if they get taxed. So when you were were there in the Red Cow, you're working away, you you kind of... um... You got a rapport going with some of them. So they're not all bad, you're saying? Like they're, they're here to work. No, they're not all bad. Look at... Well, some of them are. A lot of them are fucking bad. Like, to be honest what, with you. what would be the worst character you come across in there? That fella from Afghanistan. Like, you I just want to get out here. Um, slanting the women. Slanting everything about Ireland. The weather. You know. Um, and then he was like, I can't wait. They're all... Majority of them are just sitting there waiting for the Irish passports. Now, that's 
cringy. That's as an Irish person, you know. Now how does a fucker get from Afghanistan get an Irish passport? How does that happen? They just give them a little. I read that there's over thirty thousand immigrations receiving Irish passports by the end of the month. How? How do you just get an Irish passport? Like, I know All people here years and they're, they're yeah. still fucking cost a shitload of money, like, as well as having to live here fucking years. Yeah, they're just handing them out. You know, that's the frightening about it. You're going to give these people Irish passports so they can just, um, just say, for instance, molest a child or kidnap a child and then fuck off out of the country. Mm. One of the guys was sitting there, oh, it was terrifying when the people were protesting outside. The Red Hill. Oh, right. So he was there when they were protesting. Yeah. yeah. What, what? He goes, oh, I was so frightened. You, um, you had all these people protesting outside uh, the Red I'm like, yeah, but you got to understand the Irish people. I said, this is nothing got to do with you. You are coming here. I said, and I've seen it from your own eyes. You've been given a well lot more than what the Irish people have been given. I said, if you're on the street, okay, if you're Irish, and if you're on the street and you're struggling to feed your family, mm. you'd be feeling really, really sick to your stomach on what these immigration are getting. Mm. Because it made me sick to my stomach. Yeah, I was like, right. this. Well, like, it would be hard. You're, you're, you're homeless, whatever kind of homeless you are, whether you're on your own, you're with your family. But, and then these guys are just strolling in and out of a hotel at their own leisure, getting fed from a carvery. They get everything. If that's so possible to do, why aren't we fucking doing it? Because we've taken in more refugees now than we've ever had homeless. You want to see the car park at the right coke. They're all sitting down at the cars, listening to music, smoking, drinking and smoking with. You know, and it, that's not a problem to me. You know, each their own, but they're just literally disrespecting it. They're not even cleaning the bottles, they're leaving the bottles there. The place is absolutely a fucking shithole. That's to be honest with you. I can't even put it in any way. Yeah, they don't, like, uh, the ones you're talking about leaving messes and all, they clearly don't respect uh, what's been done for them, you know? They don't, they're like, meh, leave that there. But you know a lot but, of these people chase around. They go around Europe, all these fucking pussy fucking pandering countries, right? Like, mm, we'll take you in and all. They go around looking for who's got the highest welfare, who's got the nicest yeah. gas or the most chance to get a house and da-da-da. And they move around like that. And if we if we stopped giving, they go every and they let each other know like uh, let's go to fucking France again like it's, it's, you know whatever whatever suits them mm. best. So they're the kind that are like what pissed me off right when I was getting showed around right, I mm. went in and into one of the rooms. And your mom showed me the um, the forex now, and I seen the seat in the middle of the room. And I said, is that a security fella sitting there? He goes, yeah, 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 for the whole night. He goes, yeah, for the whole night. Where's these lads private, like, you know? Sitting, somebody sitting there watching it. I wouldn't be able to sleep and now somebody's in the middle there watching me. We walked out of the fire exit, though. There was a little town and there was three guys on a step. Right? Smoking mm. and drinking. Didn't give a fuck. So, I said, so what's the story here? He goes, I don't know, I'm going to check. I said, what do you mean you're going to check, like? And he gets on the radio and one of the other lads come over. And the two were in Brazil lads. And they were like, did you come out of that fire exit room? No, 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 no. Did you come out of this forex door? And he was like, yeah, yeah. And then he started talking. And then the, the immigration got cheeky. Slow down your English with me. You know? And I turned around and says, 
shut your mouth, mind your fucking business, <clears throat> clean this shit up, and walk around the reception and close the door. So fuck him. Like he's getting fucking smart, and that's the problem. And mm. these um, security guards, they don't know how to deal with the situation. So they're not even Irish, they're security guards. No, and then they're getting treated like fucking absolutely shy. But back to the story. Okay, they're able to sit there and support six security guards per day, Monday to Sunday, 24-7. Yeah. So 12 a day. Yeah. So you got mm. six in the morning, six at night. Yeah. Right? Why can I not do that for the Irish people? Why can I not provide a hotel like that for the Irish people to come in? I guarantee you that somebody's homeless, you know, mm. that would love to be the position that the immigrations are in. Yeah, guarantee. Definitely. Right, and they're not quick. And then they were like, um, rent out your holiday home if you had a caravan or whatever, rent it out and everything. Never done that for their own. And then they're sitting there and saying it's fucking a racist. No, it's not. Hey, it's nowhere near racist. It's anger. Yeah, no, Get it's the not. the fucking difference. It's fucking anger. That their own people are fucking dying on the street where other people are getting well looked after, nice bed, that bed linen gets um, changed every day. Just like a hotel, just like if it's open for business. And these are comfortable beds. Now, it's not an ideal place to live, especially if you're a child. You need your own room, you know, you know, space, especially if you're doing homework and things like that and educate yourself. You need that. It's not a great place to live, but hey. You know, you just came out of a different country. Yeah. You, you smuggled out of a different country. You have no passport. You have no reaction who you are. You don't know who the fuck. You know, we don't know who you are. You know? Yeah. And you're getting the bed. You're getting the shelter. Warm. You're not cold. Warm. You're getting three to four meals a day. You're getting a salary. You know, you're getting things handed to you. And our own people are fucking dying on the street. And then the government are sitting there saying, Ireland people are racist. Who owns that Red Cow Hotel? Like, fuck whoever owns that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you have it. Well, yeah, well, well, you know, it wouldn't surprise fans. me if the person who owned the Red Cow was probably not Irish anyway. And some of them have cars and all? Yeah. Do any of the Af Afghanis have cars? I'm not sure. I couldn't say, oh, he's Nigerian, he has cars, or oh, he's Afga uh, Afghanistan, oh, he has cars. I couldn't say that, but the, the car park is full. And I've seen a lot of people stand outside of cars, drinking, mm. smoking. They must get rushed through uh, applications, you know? Like, if you're from, like, Serbia and you have a full license in Serbia, they don't recognise it in Ireland. So, why is someone from Afghanistan or whatever countries they're coming from, if they're so fucking... It's fucked up, like, it's, um... Uh, <laughs> it's just typical, like, you know, well, giving them security jobs, you know? And a lot of them is, like, hiding them in office buildings or whatever like you know but oh, eventually they, take, they, put, they put them in the immigration centers they will exactly eventually they're going to be policing each other you yeah. know what what's going to be going on you know exactly oh, you see the, the videos and all like you see them all they, they all have a, spa, um, a special gathering mm. they're all in that one group they're not all mixing or anything there's one group right there's another group and they're all talking and they're all speaking their different languages and so there's divisions you know, and like a prison. It's one thing, it's like a ticking time bomb. It's mm. ready to blow up. Will you, you know? were there? Did you see any fights? Or was no, any... I didn't see any fights, but you know, you can see the, the, the separation. Yeah, you can see a boiling. Different, yeah, you can see that the, the Nigerians stayed with them and the Afghanistans and the Pakistan with them. There was a lot of like, a Afghanistan people there. I Which... said the majority of the people that I seen and spoke to were from Afghanistan. Or and what did you think of them? 
I didn't. I spoke to a few of them, and genuinely speaking, especially the one that I spoke to for, I think I spoke to him for about two hours. You know, really genuine guy, right. really nice guy. Um, he wants equal rights for women of Afghanistan. We'll go back and look for them. Then you're not going to get them. You know, yeah, but that's the problem. I agreed what he was saying. No, he's fucking full of shit. The one thing that I didn't understand, if you're a male, right? So over in Afghanistan is the women, all their jobs were taken off them. Nurses, doctors, all taken off them. Um, And they were not allowed to work. They were not allowed to leave the house unless they had a male. So it led to some males going on the street and begging for money because (sighs) their wives weren't allowed out. Um, The driver license, everything was taken off them. So they want all that gone. And I can understand it. They want equal rights. They want the women to go walking again. They want their jobs back. They want, like some of them are teachers, some of them are nurses and things like that. I 100% agree to it. But if you're running scared for your family, why are you not in Afghanistan? You can work. Yeah. You're yeah. safe. But your, your wife and your daughter, some people are telling me like um, they were leaving the kids over in Pakistan because the kids were getting molested by the Taliban. In Pakistan? I don't know if you... Are you sure it's Pakistan? Or no, in Pakistan. Because I don't think that's on the list of um, dangerous countries or whatever. No, you know? that's why they were sending their kids to be safe in Pakistan. Oh, from Afghanistan to Pakistan. From, right. Yeah, they were sending their kids over there so they'd be safe. So, um, they knew, you know, like knew the family members from there or people from there, they were sending their kids over there because it was safe. The Taliban was raping the women. So maybe this guy, right, the, the Afghan guy you were talking to, think that's maybe what he's manipulating you. No, because if you do your research as well, everybody's saying the same thing. Yeah, but my, my thing would be like, right, you're saying you're running from your country because women aren't getting equal rights. What the fuck are you? You're not a so woman. He, basically what they're doing is, what they're saying is, that's the part that I don't get. You don't get it because like, I said to him, I was like, okay, you you're safe. You're a male. You're safe in yeah. Afghanistan. You're home. To, you're safe. You can work. You can provide for yourself. So why the fuck are you not at home working and providing? And then your wife or your daughter or your children, why are they not over in Ireland? You know, where they're safe. Doesn't like, make that sense. doesn't make any sense. No, because he's lying. Uh, if something doesn't make sense, that usually means the person's bullshitting you. And yeah, that I always said if it doesn't make any sense, there's no truth to it. But then when I done the research and with the Taliban and things that it came up, everything that he was saying was true. And he walked in one of these centers. It was on his TV. Right? That, wi- that women are getting treated like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a woman. Wanted, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Why is all the men? And you can see it all over the place. So it's not bullshit. Why is all the men scattered all over Ireland and the women are at home? Why is he leaving? He's, his wife can't go out without him. You can't leave the streets without a male escort. So his wife has to be sucked in or she knows somebody else. You can't leave your home unless there's a male escort. You can't drive, you know, so you can't go and get shopping. So his family's you know, at home starving to death. Yeah, now. and well, That's he's over here death. living the fucking life. Should it not be the question? Should it not be the other way around? No, he should fuck off back home and realise your country's a shithole. That's not our fault. It's not any other country's fault. You know what I mean? No. Deal with it. It's your religion and your country. If your country is so bad that the Taliban is raping your wife if they walk out, the dog without a male, they're raping your kids, but you fuck off and spend mm. your lovely 
Foiled life in Ireland while your fucking wife is in Afghanistan living in fucking fair. But should the guy you were talking to might have been in the Taliban and he's running from that, like, before he gets caught. For well, he might crime. be. So, like, maybe he is. Maybe he's How not. the fuck are we the ever going to know that? We never know. We're never going to know. Exactly. You know? So, and the it's thing a is, we don't know. To give them security licenses. These people could be scattered all over here to take over Europe. We don't but, know who these people are, where they're from. How many did you say? Was it a good amount of Afghans there? Loads. Majority of the people that I said. So we said so 500 people. I'll say 300 of them were Afghanistan. The problem I have is now they all have security license. Yeah. So they could be um, secure, doing security in the courts. You know, you never know where these people are. So they'll be given security license. But I'd like to know where our guard are doing uh, terrorist specific training and I don't mean terrorist acts like uh, blowing bombs I mean like grabbing machetes and just going and shopping as many people up as possible till the guard I don't stopped. think the guard probably didn't have staff um, proof gloves <laughs> wide open man where does the guard stand there open his pepper spray fuck you yeah look even um, security and shopping centre for example they can they can patrol the toilets you know, and nobody thinks twice everything. about it. They can, oh, security they can man. go around and poke guns in the, in the toilets. They could just follow Fun. someone and rape them. Yeah. yeah. And they're feeding the fuckers as well. Yeah, we feed you to blow it up. And they've also got this fucking thing, right? I can go out, I can, I can rape this woman or this child or I can kill this man or this woman, right? And I can get the fuck out of here this evening. Yeah, because I have a nice easy as I got in here. I'll go to another country. I don't have a passport. This is my name. I'm afraid. And they probably came from England, done something similar, came here and said, I'm yeah. coming from Afghanistan or whatever. Yeah, it took me eight weeks to get her. You know, fuck off. But it's frightening the fact is that they're thinking in their heads that this mightn't happen. You know, like, I didn't go, people are sitting there, especially the people saying, we're not full. Oh, these things won't happen to the world. These fucking, these things will happen in the world. Yeah, well, look, I hope if it does, it happens to the people with the with refugees welcome, because they're promoting it. Let them, if it's going to happen to anyone, let it happen to them. Fuck yeah. a lot of you. They're all fucking idiots. Like, you're not even talking logically. Yeah, that, but that's the problem, like, you know, people are sitting there and they're saying, oh, well, nothing, nothing happened. You know, these people need their help. Ukraine needs their help. Ukraine is on dead star. The country's falling yeah. apart. These immigration centers, like, they're not full with Ukrainians. Get that no. into your fucking thick skulls. Like, it does not fill with Ukrainian people. They are fucking full with people from Afghanistan and Nigeria, you know, that has mm. basically no passport, no tracking device where they have been, you know? Yeah. Who they are, what have they done in their past life? Oh, fuck all. They could yeah. be a member of, like, ISIS or something. We don't fucking know. Yeah, and we don't know. And the last thing you should be giving them is a PSA license. But before oh, we end it, right, as well. your impression right now at the moment, and this is only a couple of weeks ago, so you were, you're only there. Red Cow Hotel is a boiling pot about to kick off, would you reckon? Or have they got it under control? No, there's definitely, like, I wouldn't say it's not under control, is it? No, what I'm saying, I'm not going to say that it's going to happen. But you do see it that... They have their own culture, you know, you have the people sitting there praying, then you got your Nigerians and you just, you know, you got your different groups, they're all in groups, they're not all together. Right, look at like prison, yeah, so yeah. Prisons oh. are the same and, and when you get things like that exactly. eventually, in, it's quiet for ages and then boom, 
Oh, you know. Um, before we leave it, there's a guy that you were talking to. You're possibly going to be able to get him to come on. Hopefully, I don't. His English is good. Yeah. Right. So he's an immigrant that's staying in the red cow. He, in he'll the red possibly, cow, yeah. yeah, he'll possibly come on in response to this. Right. Uh, in a couple of months, we're going to be doing the shows. Right. Can't say much about it, but we're going mm. to court. Um, it's going to be a historic court case in Ireland, and we're going to be part of it. When it comes, we will say more about it. But just putting it out there now. There's a story. You seen it? Uh, the Lewis Dublin Live. And Dublin Live. We'll go through Was that. Dublin Live. Yeah, Dublin Live. Yeah, we'll go yeah. through that story that went into Dublin Live about the security uh, kind of blowing the whistle there about their conditions on the Lewis. So we'll look and into plus that. We've we both worked there, so we know a lot about it, and we know what these people are going through. Yeah, and I'll get in touch with a few of them, and we'll get a few uh, comments and statements. You know, with um, the few people say stuff like. Yeah, of course they will, anonymous, you know. I don't work there anymore, so I can name here the fuck I want. Guts Over Fear podcast, hosted by Matthew Cullen and Brian Warner. No ads, no subscription fees. And no filter. Available on all major podcast platforms now. Follow on Twitter at Guts Over Fear IE.